Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. I'm so happy to be with you here again. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a fantastic week so far. And let's get into some English learning stuff today. I mean, to be fair, today's topic is not so much about English learning, but hopefully we're going to practice some good expressions while practicing your English listening skills as well. And if you want to get some extra practice, you can access the podcast transcripts online. So I'm updating these all the time and I'm doing my best to add as many live transcripts as I can. So this means you can listen to the audio and it will highlight the word I'm saying in the transcript. So it's really, really useful for following along the audio while reading at the same time. And in addition to all these transcripts, you can gain access to everything else the membership offers, such as live classes and monthly Q&As, and the private podcast too. So on the private podcast, I at the moment I'm doing two a month, two podcasts a month. If you guys like it, I will increase it. In December, I looked at some a bit more, you know, private topics, I suppose. I spoke about why I became an English teacher. I spoke about lessons I have from five years of teaching online. And then I spoke about an illegal Christmas I had, a time when I accidentally broke the law. So I can tell you a little bit about that as well. And I've got lots of good topics coming up in the future of the private podcast too. So if any of that sounds interesting for you, you can check it out at levelupenglish.school and then click on that members button at the top. And there'll also be a link in the description below if you want to just click right to it. But any questions about it, just let me know. There's also a contact button on that page. And my second announcement today is a really, really huge one. This is something I've been mentioning a little bit on the podcast before, giving you hints at this. But this is a brand new project I'm working on with another teacher called Matt. And this is a website and project called Speak More Languages, or just Speak More for short. Essentially, what this is, is a big online group community of language learners. So the plan for the future is to be able to learn any language in a group with professional guidance. So if you're looking to learn at the moment, we've got English and Mandarin Chinese, but we will expand in the future to other languages. But if you're looking to learn one of these languages, you know, especially English for most of you, then we're doing a deal for the whole of January which is where you get 50% off. So normally we would be doing like £12 for one lesson, which is 90 minutes. For January, it's going to be £6. In addition to that, you get 90% off if you get the code, the coupon code on the website. So if you use both of those discounts, you can get one whole English lesson for 60 pence, which is, you know, cheaper than a loaf of bread, right? <laughs> so essentially how this works is when you book a lesson, you will be 
matched up with a group of English learners and you'll be paired with a professional English teacher. It could be me, it could be someone else. You know, you don't know. It will say on the website, to be fair. But you're gonna have a conversation on a, on a specific topic, practice your speaking skills, get corrections, and join the online community, all that good stuff. I could speak for ages about this, but I'm gonna leave it here. But if you're interested in that, head over to the link in the description, which is speakmorelanguages.com. But yeah, I hope you can join and try it out for yourself. Remember, this, this discount code is only available for January. So make the most of it, and basically you can get an almost free lesson. I actually tried one of the lessons myself. I joined the Chinese class, and I don't think I've ever had so much fun learning Chinese before. There was no study, there was no writing, and there was no grammar. It was just talking and learning the grammar through speech. And it was so amazing. So I think one of the things I liked about it the most is that I was in a group of people who were in my position and they were learning Chinese with me with the help of a professional experienced teacher. So I think making friends and having fun is such a good way to learn a language. So I thought that we could practice today, well we could talk about today, how to make friends as an adult. It doesn't have to be related to language learning, but maybe we can go there a little bit too. But yeah, I think it's difficult to make friends, isn't it? Especially when you get out of school. How on earth do you make friends? I feel like I have some experience with this because I have made it my goal to make some more friends as an adult, but it, it's a hard one. So I've written up some pieces of advice that I would give people, and I wonder if you know, you agree or if you have any more to add. But let's get right into it. So my first tip for anyone looking to make a new friend is to get a hobby. Find a hobby you like. I think this is the most important piece of advice that I would give to someone. Um, so I'll say this first, because if you only sit at home or you go to work, you know, how are you going to make friends? Let's face it, most work colleagues are not suitable for good friendships, right? I've never been able to make a good friend at work. I mean, I haven't anyway. And I think the moment you start exploring new hobbies, you'll meet people who have similar interests to you and, yeah, more open-minded people, perhaps. So I've met a lot of my friends as an adult while traveling, which I think is a great way to do it because you're both kind of in similar experiences. You're both probably have similar interests and, and all that kind of stuff. More recently, I've been doing a little bit of like bouldering, which means like indoor rock climbing and longboarding and all that kind of stuff. And if you see someone doing the same thing as you, for example, longboarding, it's much easier to approach them because you have a common interest and an icebreaker as well. An icebreaker is just like a thing you can say to start a conversation and get rid of any awkwardness. So I've done this before, you know, one time I was longboarding um, by the sea and I saw someone with a, <laughs> I think it, it was like two meters long. It was crazy, he had a huge longboard. He said um, his dad made it for him, which was really funny. But I just came up to him and I said, oh, I love your longboard. Like, did you make this? Like, how, why is it so long? <laughs> and I think because we both had a longboard, it was like a common interest and he knew that you know, I 
wasn't we i wasn't some kind of weird guy because we both had the same hobby so get a hobby meet people that way that's really the best way another tip that i came up with was to leave your comfort zone and i think this follows on really nicely from the previous tip and it probably relates to all the others which i will mention today as well because i really think it's going to be impossible to make any friends if you stay inside your little bubble of comfort And I don't think this means you have to get on stage and perform a play or something that crazy, but I think you have to feel some discomfort when approaching a new person or paying someone a compliment or simply just joining a new club. It's really scary to do that. And in my experience, unless it's something quite dangerous, you will really never regret leaving your comfort zone. It will always be a good feeling, like a feeling of achievement after you've done that. So I think you should have the mindset that making friends will not always be comfortable, but it will be beneficial in the long run, right? I don't, I don't want to sound too much like a wannabe motivational speaker today. So when I'm saying this stuff, I'm kind of talking to myself, really. I, I'm kind of giving myself reminders of what I think I should be doing. And hopefully this is interesting to listen to as well. But let me know uh, if any of these tips resonate with you or if you have any more tips for me. I'm going to be selfish and ask for your advice as well. (laughs) My next tip is to make the first move. And I'm going to mention a little bit about British culture here as well. So in my opinion, everyone wants to talk to people. Pretty much everyone likes to talk, but people are too afraid to say something. And you'll often be met with an internal sigh of relief once you engage with someone. So I noticed this a lot. I'll give you an example. I think it's especially true in the UK. I don't know about your country, of course, but people here tend to seem a little bit closed and unfriendly to people. And if you're passing your neighbour, let's give an example, you're passing your neighbour in the hallway of your flat, try to be the first one to say, hey, hello, how's it going? How are you today? And I really believe that most people actually want to say something. They're just too afraid to make the first move. And I know this because it works for me. So whenever someone says hi to me, I always feel relieved that they did something to avoid any awkwardness. You know, hi is always better than silence, right? So, you know, if I see someone in the hallway, maybe one of my neighbours, I can tell by their face they look a bit awkward. I can almost read their minds. They're thinking, should I say something? Should I ignore them? Oh no, what do I do? What do I do? And then I just say, hello, how are you? And I can see their body relax. They kind of go, oh, yes, he he relieved the tension. And they're kind of, they're kind of happy that I actually made the, made the decision and made the first move. So that's my belief anyway. And I think that's a tip for talking to strangers in England too. One piece of advice might sound a bit blunt, but this is be more interesting. Don't be so boring. (laughs) So again, this is advice for myself because I used to try to be the kind of person who would please everyone and I would try to fit into what other people liked. And I think this comes with age. You know, not that I'm so old. I don't want to sound like I'm an old man, but I think the older you get, the more you realise you cannot please everyone you cannot make everyone happy. And, you know, I, I've realised this a lot on social media as well. You know, 
not everyone is going to like what you do. So develop your own personality and your likes and your dislikes and don't be such a follower. You know, don't try to please everyone. And I think you'll become a much more interesting person. And because of this, people will gravitate towards you. This is a cool word, by the way, to gravitate. Related to gravity, it means they will be pulled towards you. And maybe they'll start floating around you like little little moons over the around the planet, maybe. <laughs> and I think the secondary benefit is that you'll have more to talk about too. The more you learn, the more you experience, the more you can talk about and connect with people. So for example, I have dabbled in yoga, in mountain climbing, skiing, language learning, all these different kind of hobbies and activities. And because of this, I can have a conversation with a stranger on all of these topics. You know, I find it quite useful for my lessons, actually, because when I ask for one of my students' hobbies, they will say yoga, hiking, skiing. And then I can say, oh, yeah, that's really cool. And we can kind of talk about that because I've done it before and I know a little bit about it. So the more you do, the more you have to talk about, the more interesting you become. Make sense? Yeah, I hope you agree. I think that is a decent piece of advice. So a couple more tips today. One of them is a tough one for me, and this is practice confidence. For some people, this might sound strange because you might just feel confident is something you either are or you're not. I am a confident person, but I really believe it's something you can practice. And again, this really ties back to many other tips I've mentioned. Because if you are working on your hobbies, uh, exercising, you're leaving your comfort zone, and you're trying to become more interesting, all of the above things I mentioned, you will naturally become more confident. So experience leads to confidence. And confidence is a really attractive characteristic in friends, and it makes someone much more likable. I really, really admire people who are just so comfortable in their skin and they're confident, they know what they like, they know what they don't like. And I think it's a really attractive trait because we all want to be like that in some way. And therefore we like to be around people who have this trait. So practice confidence and you will just be a cooler guy. You'll be a cooler dude to hang out with, you know? <laughs> the final piece of advice that I have come up with is one that I need to keep reminding myself. And this is one that I have the most trouble with. The one that I still haven't really got a handle on properly. And this is to have the assumption that the other person is enjoying your company. I, I have so much trouble with this one. So whenever I meet someone new, I really can't shake the feeling that they're not having a good time. Another good expression here, I cannot shake the feeling. That means you have a feeling, a negative feeling, that you cannot get rid of, you cannot remove. I can't shake the feeling that we're being watched. I can't shake the feeling that I'm not good enough for you. Something like that. But yeah, I, whenever I meet someone new, I have this internal battle in my mind, internal monologue where I'm doubting myself and I'm wondering whether the other person is bored, 
you know, maybe they're going, oh, this guy's so boring, or what a weirdo, this guy looks so weird, or oh, he's so, bo- you know, he's just so weird, I don't like him, you know, he's so creepy, whatever, whatever the case is, some negative word about me. And the irony here is that thinking in this way makes this fear more likely to be true, right? Because if you're thinking, oh, this person doesn't like my company, then you're going to seem a lot more awkward and more boring and more likely to be true, right? So I find the best way to combat this is to simply pretend that they're having a good time. Even if you think they're not, think of it like acting. If you pretend the other person is having fun and enjoying your company, you will come off as more likeable and a fun person to be around. So basically, don't waste any energy on thinking and worrying about how much fun the other person is having. Just focus on having fun yourself and that will, you know, soak into the other person too. They'll they'll absorb your fun and I think that's the best way. But it's still something I'm working on. I need to get better at this and it's a continuing process, practice area for me. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, as I said before, this Speak More project that I'm doing with teacher Matt. I think it's just so effective because I'm with all these other people and we're all learning together. We're all in the same boat. Another good expression there. We're in the same boat, in the same position. We can have fun. We can share opinions while learning at the same time. Another really fun thing is it's really interesting to hear the mistakes of the other learners and you're going to correct them in your head as well. And one secret benefit is I found it quite reassuring to hear how other people struggled in the same areas that I did. It's really easy to compare yourself to people online and in TV and like, oh, my English is not good enough. This person is so much better than me. But in the group classes, you'll be matched with people around your level. And it's actually quite reassuring to hear people struggle in the same areas. So I really enjoyed the aspect of the lesson and I'm looking forward to making more friends as well because we also have developed a online forum as well. So that means we can talk to the students outside of lesson times and ask any questions there as well. So I'm really looking forward to making some friends and practicing together because I really believe that learning together is the best way to do it, best way to do anything really. And just one final quick comment on Speak More is that we are running this discount, as I said. So remember, for the whole of January, it's 50% discount and then 90% discount on your first lesson. It's going to end sometime in February at the end of the first month. So be quick. Don't be too long. And I hope to see you there. And yeah, also let me know. I am not the best at making friends. Maybe you can tell. So give me your advice. I want to know how can I make more friends? Do you have any tips for me or the other learners as well? You're more than welcome to send me an email or even better, leave your comments on the show notes page, which will be in the description of this podcast episode. And that way other people can see your comments as well. Okay, so no podcast reviews today. So we'll go straight to a quote from my Instagram page. And this one is from Anne Lamotte. And she says, almost everything will work again 
if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. Hmm. Anything breaks, unplug it and plug it back in, including you. If anything's not working in your life, give it a break, have a break, and see how you feel when you come back. I love this quote, so that's why I shared it today, but thank you for watching, and I will see you next week. Goodbye for now, see you later. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.